Oh. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. Show. Uh, I'm Mr. who just got goosed. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Mrs. who just did the goosing. The goose, the gooser versus goosey. I'm the gooser. Um, we have a very special guest today. Who is that? Um, it is our friend, Mr. X. Mr. X. Oh, we're not saying his name. Yeah, we have to protect. He has uh, a boyfriend who is... Uh, he holds a, like a political position with one of the cities in our area. Oh. So we have to protect his identity. This is, this is very like, I'm a Senator's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we're excited to have our friend here. Um, what do you want to be called today? Friend? Steven. So Steven, what is today's topic? What are we talking about, Stephen? I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? What are What are you here to talk about? Why did we pull you onto this podcast today? What is this episode about? <laughs> sexual relations, I guess. <gasps> sexual sexual relations. relations. I don't know. Is that how the song goes? Let's yes. talk about sexual relations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, today's episode is about sex. And our friend, Stephen, has a lot of it. And um, he's here... Dirty. To talk to, you heard it dirty, that's your problem. <laughs> um, and he's here to talk to us today about uh, what sex is like um, for someone who is open to it in 2023, because the last time um, we were in that space was 16 years ago. So um, you are in a relationship, but you yes. have an open relationship. Yes. You and your partner both practice that. Yes. And um you also use the Grinder app which I have I have never seen or experienced. I've just heard about it and I think it's that thing that you like swipe on, right? Uh you scroll through it and you can see anybody that's around you per mileage based. Okay. Yeah. Um oh, and then okay, so tell tell me about or us about the Grinder app. Like how does it work? How do you use it to accomplish uh, your goal, for lack of a better word, practicing in an open relationship? Uh, well, uh, the Grinder app shows you, you know, people that are near you and so on. And you go on there and you look for, well, I look for people that are, I find attractive. And, and then what happens when you find that you're scrolling through pictures and then you find <clears throat> that attractive person? And then what do you do? I'm pretty aggressive because I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. You are an aggressive person. Yes, I am. Um, so no, but you find the picture, and then just based on how the app works, because remember, I I don't know. I have not used it. I haven't seen it. So, what do you do when you find the picture of someone that you like or find attractive? What's the next? I'll step? just message them. Hey, what what are you doing? Or uh, how's it going? Depending on like, there's like little captions at the bottom of their profile. Okay. That'll like give you an idea of what they're looking for as well. So sometimes they put their name, or sometimes they put like photos. Yeah, it's like gay yeah. .com from the early two thousands. It pretty 2000s. much is. It is. Okay, got yeah, it. That's oh, okay. What it is. <sighs> so it's definitely like people are will put like they're looking for you know a hookup or they're looking for a relationship, but it's it's a hookup. I would say if it's based <laughs> on 
proximity and location, it's probably more of a hookup. Uh, oh, it's, yes, I yes. think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so then, okay. So it operates at gay.com. So you basically just scroll through these pictures and these profiles, and then you find one that you like and you message this person and then they get the message, they check out your profile. And if they like you back, then they'll respond to your message. And if they don't like you or you're not their type, then you may hear from them saying not my type, or they just don't even respond at all. They just, okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I mean, that's pretty common. And then how does the, and then once you guys have messaged each other and you're like, I'm looking for this. And he said, well, I'm looking for that. Um, and then you guys just say on the direct message, Oh, do you want to hook up and where should we hook up? I say like, you want to fuck or like, what are you interested in? Or like how much, what do you like to do? It sounds so easy and direct. It is. A hundred percent direct. And yeah. it sounds bizarre to me because, uh, it's, it, I don't know. Our relationship started so much earlier on before any of those dating apps started that it's, well, there was gay.com. Cause I was well, on me it. And met on gay.com. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they're not even around anymore. Are they? No, I think they are. I are they? they are. Gay.com yeah. building families. <laughs> 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 but now it's an app where you can just scroll through and pick what the you want. The funny thing about that is now Grinder is all, now a website. <laughs> oh, interesting. So they're kind of like reverse yeah. doing. Okay, so got they, it. You can now go on to Grinder on the web instead of just using your phone. On the World Wide Web mm-hmm. for sex. <laughs> El sexo. Okay, so. That's what the internet is for anyway. <laughs> So, um, okay. So Robert may sound a little bit in the distance and that's because this is a very mature and adult subject matter that he may or may not be comfortable with. So he's going to be sitting in the background and, um, we're just going to kind of let Steven talk and do what he needs to do. I'm trying to be professional. You're going to go sit down until you can finish that sentence. Um, okay. So when was the last time that you used Grindr to hook up? Two days ago. Oh, was it good? Yeah. Okay. So, what is a typical grinder date like for you versus, <laughs> um, like a hookup that you might have that you don't do through grinder? I would say all hookups are done through grinder. Okay. Is there a special like mindset that you have going into these hookups because they're on grinder? Like back in the day, if I met someone on gay.com, I was kind of going into that experience thinking that it's going to be a one night stand. Like gay.com wasn't something that I was using for a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just looking for good dick. Okay. But does it create a certain mindset and like what kind of dick you're going to find or how you're going to treat that dick once you find it? Does grinder give you access to dive more into like your fantasies and your fetishes? Yes, okay. for sure, because there's definitely guys that are into what you're into, and you can talk to them and find out, and yeah. Okay, and as a gay man in an open relationship, what are the things that you're into? Uh, I like to be spanked, I like to be <laughs> fucked, I like to suck dick. Ooh, we got a live one here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've known you now for over 10 years. And we're not shy about having discussions about sex, but we've never really talked about like what we are specifically into. And um, I'm pretty vanilla. Like there's a few things that I like, like I could get into like 
cowboy hat and cowboy boots mm-hmm. and nothing else or uh like a leather harness and a leather jock strap um and i i like the daddy type i always have since i was really young and now that i'm 46 i still do like the daddy top like give me like a thick guy with a hairy chest and i'm in um that's about the extent of it what about you so you like to be spanked are you into like bdsm specifically no uh i would say that like the spanking part i there's probably i mean the spanking and like i like my hair pulled and mm. don't uh, nobody better be touching my wig <laughs> <laughs> and uh i yeah that's probably about as far as it goes what that. is it about those acts that excite you i guess i like i think it's more of a like what other people perceive as pain is feels more pleasurable in the moment, at least you okay. know, like in that moment. Now, what is the most extreme thing that you've done in line with your, um, your likes or your fetishes? Like one time I had sex in a sex club and it was kind of an open environment. And when I was done having sex with the guy I was having sex with, I realized we had developed an audience <laughs> and I was like, "Uh Oh, <laughs> this isn't good. I mean, this is back in the mid nineties too. So it's like, there weren't, no one had cell phones. There was not social media. Those, there was a freer time. Um, but I, I felt in that moment, I felt a little like I need to get out of here before people think I'm open for business. <laughs> that was, I think the most extreme situation I've ever found myself in. I have uh, I've had sex with my partner in a hotel in Palm Springs, in an open courtyard bed that was like in a I don't know what you call that place I don't know like a bathhouse or like it's a hotel but it, you stay there. Well, yeah, but you it, do stay at hotels. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a bathhouse that has, that has accommodations. Hotels. Yeah. Okay. And so we were having sex on the bed that's in like an open courtyard. And like it was around 2 a.m. and a bunch of people came through and we didn't realize that they were going to do that. And so everybody was watching us. But I had no issues with it. So that was that was pretty hot. Okay. 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 We finished. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm processing. I'm taking this in. And I'm trying to think of like other... I mean, that's not pretty things. extreme because, I mean, there's was there a spanking going on? No. Was he pulling your hair? Really. No, no. No. It was just in the middle of open. Yeah. And do you, being in an open relationship, practice being open separately? Or do you guys also have sex with people together? Both. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are, first of all, how long have you been with your partner? 18 years. Okay. And... Were you always in an open relationship? No. Okay. Um, what is the benefit, do you think, at this point in time of being in an open relationship? The benefit, I would say... Because <laughs> you're practicing it now instead of not. So I'm assuming that you wouldn't still be doing it if you guys didn't find Correct. it to be of benefit. It's erotic. I find that it's very hot that like my partner is with... I don't know. I actually ask him like if he's been with other people uh-huh. and like, he'll tell me like details and stuff and he'll ask me and we actually both find it erotic. Like it's hot. And that goes both ways. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. What is, what was the catalyst for you guys going from being in a monogamous relationship to being in an open relationship? 
me cheating on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you and do you regret that happening, or are you glad that it happened because it forced your relationship to evolve to where it is today? Mm. Or are you guys where you're at just sort of by default because We're that happened? That place by default, I would say. So aside from it being like erotic, there isn't necessarily a benefit to strengthening your relationship with your partner. I wouldn't. Not, not that it weakens it, but it's not of benefit. It's just kind of where well, you're at because of what happened. I'll give you an example. Like I was doing the home remodel in Big Bear for the last uh, for over the summer last year. I was only seeing my partner on the weekends. Uh, and so he would come up and see me. He, you know, like being away from him for a longer period of time that we're not used to being away from each other for that long. Cause we usually see each other every day. Oh, does was, the heart grow fonder? Yeah, it does. It actually <laughs> does. I would say so. Yes. So it actually, we I thought anything that, about that was beneficial. I thought that that was beneficial. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, in some ways, I don't know, like, do I get jealous of the other, like him being with other well, people? Well, that was going to be my next question. Is there ever a point where you do feel jealous? Yes. And I do. And I feel like as I feel like it's jealousy is one of those things that if you're comfortable with the person that you're with, that it's just an emotion that you have to get over. And I have to, I figure out how to get over it because I do find the scenario hot as well. So, cause I was also going to ask then, where do you find that line between the idea of your partner having sex with someone else being erotic versus invoking that jealousy issue? I would say that, emotional connection starts to draw that line. So sex to me is, and this is why I'm so free about it. Like sex to me is just. uh, You also grew up in a nudie camp. I did. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that was not. Oh my God. Do you remember? No, 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 not at all. But it helps in being, I think freer with yourself and your expression of yourself. But I will never forget the expression <laughs> on my sister's face when she found out that you grew up in a nudist camp. <laughs> I don't remember. We were, oh my God, we were sitting on the couch and I was like, well, you know, when you grew up in the nudist camp and Emily just like shook her head back and forth and went, oh, wait, oh my God, what? And just mouth agape. Do you remember that, honey? Oh my God, it was hilarious. <laughs> Um, so the emotional connection that you build with your partner outside of being in an open relationship with him is what helps ensure the experience to be beneficial for you guys rather than invoking jealousy. I mean, so if your relationship, it still invokes jealousy, but I have to figure out how to, I still try to go, okay, he loves me. He says that he loves me. We, Mm -hmm. you know, and we both know that and we've been together long enough and we've had enough problems and enough we've dealt with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I think when you realize that the person isn't going to leave you and you can just have fun with other people, then yeah. It's... So if you were in a weak relationship though, being in an open relationship may not be the best thing for the longevity of that relationship because you need to have that emotional component. I would say so. Yeah. This jealousy, is it because um, your partner is with someone else or is it because your partner slept with someone else that you also wanted to sleep with? 
Oh. No, for Listen me, to Taffy coming from the from the back for row. For me, I have no jealousy if like the person that he well, because I'm obviously a bottom. Well, I'm a bottom and he's a top. <laughs> yes, well, it's very well, obvious to our listeners sorry, right now that you're obvious. a bottom. <laughs> I'm a bottom and he's versatile, but mostly but you're, tops. Um, you are like I forget what the new term is. You're like a dominant bottom though, like oh a soft top versus a hard bottom. You're a hard bottom because you like to take it, but yet you are very sort of alpha in how you live your I life and communicate. Go way. If the guy wants to tell me like he wants to dominate, I can do that too. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm like... a hard bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bossy bottom. <laughs> Just bossy, <laughs> slap a bottomus. <laughs> After that night at the sex club, <laughs> slap a bottomus. And, and okay, just to add a little spice to your tea. I was in drag when this happened because it was right after a drag show and I was just drunk enough and just bored enough and no one wanted to go out and have more fun. So I was like, well, everyone talks about the producer of our show going to this place, which was kind of a joke. So I'm like, I'm just going to go check it out. I don't even remember the name of it. I wish I could. It was good times. Um, but yeah, it was. I was in drag. And then the guy that I was having sex with had used my pantyhose to tie my hands up with. So it was like this whole scene. I was like, who do I think I am? Madonna? From that movie she did with Willem Dafoe? I can't even think of it now. <laughs> We've been imbibing this evening as well. <laughs> we needed a little lubrication for this conversation. Um, okay, so going back to Grinder, have you ever had issues where, because Grinder's based on location and who's closest to you, have you ever run into people like out and about at the grocery after you've hooked up with them on Grinder because you're hooking up with local people? Can I ask them that? I have, I have. Okay, so what is that like? <laughs> and is it is it a gay guy who's like out and it's no big deal, well, or the one, the are you one, hooking I've up on the DL? I've only ran into one person, but multiple times, and they are married. Ooh, hello. <laughs> So how do you feel about that? Because you and your partner are in an open relationship, which is great for you guys. Do you know if this? person has an arrangement with his wife or are you just assuming that he is on the dl and oh he doesn't have does not have an arrangement with his wife so how do you feel about being on the on the other side <laughs> <laughs> the other side of that equation like do you feel that you owe their relationship any responsibility no yeah so that's it's their relationship it's their responsibility i actually she should feel she should know to check up on her husband i have a hard stance on that one I actually don't feel bad for the woman so much. Well, I kind of do, but I feel bad because the man has lied to himself and her. Yeah. So. Yeah. And a girl's got to eat. So if you got to get the dick on the DL, you still got to get the dick. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I personally have an opinion. I mean, I can see both sides. I can see... That's not my relationship. It's not my commitment. Yeah. It's not my responsibility. Yeah. The mistress is just off doing her own thing. She's not the one committing any crimes. I can also see that you don't want people meddling in your relationship. You don't want people poking in the sort of vulnerable areas of your relationship. 
here I bounce back. But if your relationship is vulnerable and open to attack, that's because you are not doing something in the relationship to reinforce those weakened spots. For example, having that emotional connection with the partner Mm -hmm. so that you can get the benefit while checking Mm -hmm. the cons of the situation or the relationship. So, well, well, the, the one, like I think of like one person specifically that, like is in the military and like he is married, but is clearly homosexual by or at least by, you know, gay. that being by is just the layover to gayville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just feel, yeah, they, they should, I don't know. It's they, not your responsibility. Yeah, that's how you responsibility feel. Because I feel like, okay, they need to figure out who they are and that's not, my issue but they really do need to figure out who they are right well and you didn't you weren't the one saying i do yeah so you know yeah free enterprise yeah um i'm just trying to think like in putting myself in the shoes of like the mistress because i have slept with somebody that was in a relationship and i knew that they were in a relationship one person it was just a one night stand, but oh my God, it was a good one. <laughs> it went all night. It was so fantastic. And he was so hot. And the other one was somebody that I actually fell in love with very quickly and was with for a while. And it was just a bad scene, but I was young. I was 19 and all that. Um, but the thing with the one night stand is they were coming to the club in West Hollywood that I was always at and I was in drag. And so it's really weird that this happened because I normally don't like to hook up in drag because I don't do it because I want to be a woman. Mm -hmm. I do it because it's a form. It's an art form that I have Mm -hmm. just naturally gravitated towards. Um, (laughs) So it's this guy and his boyfriend and we're hanging out and we're doing some blow and getting drunk. And I invite them back to my house and the guy that I thought was really hot followed me in. Like, I guess they took separate cars. They met there at, um, we were at Mickey's before it burned down. And, <laughs> and, and then we, so they drove separate cars and the guy that I like, I can't remember his name now. He jumped out of his car and ran into my apartment behind me real fast and then closed the door. And there were two doors to get into my apartment. There was like the main door that you had to be buzzed into And then there was um, like four apartments on either side of a main hallway. And I was the first apartment when you walked into the left. Now this is important because that means that I had a downstairs front facing window (laughs) and it was a huge panoramic window that was sort of almost like triangular shaped, but curved. So um, I'm like, Oh, your boyfriend, we got to let him in. And he was like, no, he'll, he'll buzz when he gets here. And I'm like, okay. And we're just getting more and more wasted and I guess the guy was on the buzzer. So instead of letting me let him in, he would call him on the cell phone and be like, the buzzer's broken. We'll be right out to come get you. And we never went out to get him. <laughs> and we just started making out. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And I didn't want to be that person in that moment, but this guy was so hot and I was just wasted enough to be selfish and say, well, I'm just going to get what I want. <laughs> like Kelly and some shoes. I'm going to get what I want. Um, and, and we did many, 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 many times that. 
And then we woke up the next morning. And for those of you listening that have had that kind of night that involves a few different substances, there's a very specific type of way that you wake up. (laughs) So we both woke up and I was out of drag, by the way, we didn't do anything in drag. I was out of drag. We both woke up and looked at each other and we were like hot messes. And I was just like, I could fall in love with you. And he's like, I could fall in love with you. And I was like, Oh my God, he's leaving his boyfriend for me. (laughs) Just 24 and clueless. Um, But we like had a good time and we were cuddling and I was like, okay, this is going to turn into something. He's like, I got to go. I got to go deal with my boyfriend. I'm going to call you later and we're going to get together. And I was like, holy shit, this is really happening. And then I didn't hear from him for three days. And then I finally got him on the phone and he was like, I can't leave him. We had this big old thing. It's just is what it is. And I was, I was kind of heartbroken, but I was more into the drama of being heartbroken <laughs> than I, cause it just made such a fantastic story to everyone I knew at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's enough for this episode. Be sure to tune in next week for the conclusion of our sex episode. Have a question for us or want to be a guest on our podcast? Email us at hello at Mr. And Mrs. Show. Or for more information and episodes, visit our webpage at Mr. And Mrs. Show.